This, this, this is you. KUT. KUT, Austin. Stop. This is KUT. I'm Jennifer Staten. Chris Thiele made his first appearance on a Prairie Home Companion just over 20 years ago at the age of 15. Performing live was not new for Thiele. He had already been playing the mandolin for about 10 years. Long story short, Thiele is now the host of a Prairie Home Companion. Here he is from his first episode hosting the show in October of 2016. You know, being the new host of a Prairie Home Companion is like drawing a Monopoly card that says, Bank error in your favor. Collect Garrison Keeler offering you a job that was your pretend game as a child along with becoming a Jedi Master, Shamu the Killer Whale, and a starting pitcher for the Cubs. Ah, uh, I accept. And I am psyched. Really, really psyched. The show is coming to Austin at Bass Concert Hall January 27th. I talked to Chris Thiele recently about his excitement for live performances in an on-demand media environment. I feel really strongly about, about the importance of, of live, basically live anything in this world of sort of on-demand, at-your-fingertips, everything that you could possibly want. And, you know, of course, you, you can go and stream our show after the fact. But but when that red light comes on and you've gone from the people who are with you in the theater to the people who are listening on the air, it, you can feel it. And I don't want to get all mystic on you or anything, but, I mean, you really, you really can. There's a tangible change in the air when all of a sudden... You know, we're sort of joined by by whatever, two, three million of our closest friends. The whole feeling of the evening changes and they're impacting what happens. Uh, And I think those moments of real connectivity with our with our fellow human beings are few and far between right now as we as we kind of take ourselves out of more and more moments with the with the various extraordinary technology that that's available to us you know in the name again in the name of connecting to other people our actual moments of of connecting i think with people are lessened and and it's an opportunity to to rectify that to a certain extent so you have the first season of a prairie home companion under your belt season two is underway what what did you learn from season one was it kind of what you were (laughs) expecting uh, you know, it 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 was uh, a, a lot like what I was expecting. Not to be boring. So the thing the thing is that I love I love putting on shows. I, I've been doing that for a long time now, since I was seven years old. So so almost thirty years now. And this is still, even though obviously it's a it's a very different show than what I had been putting on. It's still putting on a show. So that aspect of it was I, I was more or less prepared for. The things like that crackling live energy, though, that that took some getting used to. Like that was that was really fun. I mean, obviously, I've been putting on live concerts for a long time, but that that sensation I just described when the the red light comes on, I've got this orange clock at my feet that ticks down to when we're on air, and I can just feel I can feel the the excitement sort of rising in me, and I can feel it in the I can feel it in the theater, and then again that that sensation when when people join you, it's 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 
spectacular. I, I, I wish for everyone to, if we could just line people up all over the country and like, here, check this out, check this feeling out. <laughs> it would well, be really nice. Well, you know, you're bringing this show to Austin in January. So some of us here will get to kind of feel that in the, yeah. in the theater with you. Can you talk anything about the Austin show? Can you tell us what you're planning for it? Or is that is that top secret right now? Well, I guess I can't really talk about guests just yet. Um, although I, I think you'll be, <laughs> I think you'll be pleased. I, I've been really, really looking forward to Austin for not to brown nose, y'all. I know, <laughs> I, I know it sounds like that, but you call yourself the live music capital of the world, and and for good reason. Musicians are unified in feeling like there's just something, there's something particularly uh, stimulating about playing for for an Austin crowd. For one thing, y'all are y'all are seriously initiated as, as far as live music <laughs> is concerned you know you're you're basically uh live music experts um there's so much of it in town and and everyone comes through you know if you play if you play one city in texas you're going to play austin at least that's how it's always been with my projects that's what we we always play whenever you have a new record you got to play austin also whenever you show up in austin that's liable to be the place where people sing along the the loudest the most in tune the most in time like it's a, it's so I'm really excited about that aspect of that show. It's my new main thing. And and to do that for Austinites is 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 going to be a, a distinct honor and privilege. How do you all go about selecting musical guests for the show? I would think that would be a fun task, but also a difficult task. What's your process for choosing musical guests? It's definitely one of the biggest parts of the job because you want that two hours to go by in a flash. And I think that's that's one of the beauties of the variety show format, and particularly um, the, the format that Garrison imagined, that whirling dance between music and comedy. Really, you just hurtle through those two hours. It, as long as we do our job, as long as we do our job pro- programmatically, um, you know, curatorially, what I've found is, boy, I have not found a contrast that seemed too big yet. <laughs> I I just think the higher the contrast, the more thrilling the radio experience. And I mean, granted, I am like a, a musical whiplash fiend over here. I I I love it. I love nothing more than going, whoa, wait, we were just here and now we're way over here. I love that. And then and then, boy, you throw throw in some. Some belly laughs and, you know, a good set of comedy from a comedian. or You've got, uh, in my opinion, a very enjoyable way to spend a Saturday night. Chris, you've really worked to with the new show to keep some of the segments that, that people really love from Garrison Keillor's show, but also to, to make your own mark on it and to really make it yours. Talk about some of the things that you have added now into your second season, some of the things mm-hmm. that are that are special to you and your show. To me, the the thing that I spend the most time on is is uh, is the song of the week. Uh, every every show has a new song that I that I start in on on Monday, and, and then, you know know that whatever happens come come five central on on Saturday, it it needs to be ready or you know whatever ready needs to mean for it i really i look forward to that process every every week and have found that you know very personally edifying this birthday um 
birthday celebration has been really fun. Uh, it's a, it's a segment we do where where our music assistant Catherine Slusher sends me sends me a week uh, the week's birthdays, musical birthdays, a bunch of um, a list of notable musicians whose birthdays it's been during the past week, and and I get to I get to sit there and and think about what would be basically like a fun. A fun sort of tour, like whirlwind tour through, you know, five, six of these of these names that I'm seeing. And that helps me sort of test my hypothesis about all the relative meaninglessness of genre and the the everything that is uh, the actual just sheer quality of the work. Genre is a, a discussion of aesthetics. It's not it doesn't have to do very often with the with the the nuts and bolts of what makes a great piece of music great. And this birthday segment, you know, like we might for instance this last week what, what we started with uh, Clifford Brown, the great jazz trumpetist. Again though, I don't even like to say jazz trumpetist, just a great trumpetist. End of story. Great trumpetist, great composer, great improviser. Uh, and so we did it we did a a tune that he'd written and our violinist transcribed his solo note for note. So you got to hear this tune and you got to hear how Clifford improvised on it. Uh, and that you know again these are like minute long segments. And then Barbara uh, Barbara Cook, the the amazing coloratura soprano of, of of musical theater, and we did Barbara Cook into Dwight Yoakam, you know, great Bakersfield country country star, into Niccolo Paganini, arguably the the world's first rock star, you know, the the, the great virtuoso of the violin from the from the nineteenth uh, century, kind of set audiences ablaze. You know, with this, with this, with his like fireworks, and we had a concert violinist on that week, uh, Hilary Hahn, one of the greatest violinists in the world. So she gave us some Paganini right in the middle of the birthday segment. It was so fun, and then we finished it off with um with Mahalia Jackson. You know, the, the one of the, the the queens of of gospel music. So that's like a that's a a segment that I'm I'm so excited about to just hear these things that are ostensibly very 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 different. Um, you know, like the aesthetics of which are quite different. But when you when you hear them in rapid succession, you realize there's this through line and, and, and that other questions of genre fade away and you realize they're like two genres, which are like bad music and good music. And you want to concern yourself with the latter of those genres. Chris Thiele is host of her Prairie Home Companion. You can hear it Saturdays from 5 to 7 o'clock here on KUT 90.5. Chris, thanks for your time. And we look forward to seeing you in Austin in January. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jennifer. I can't wait to get there. A Prairie Home Companion with Chris Thiele is coming to Bass Concert Hall for its live show Saturday, January 27th. More information and tickets at texasperformingarts.org.